We got the crew So sit down, listen up, we got the scoop Say it's time, we got the crew So sit down, listen up, I'll introduce you We are the M, O-B So let's talk, have a seat We are the M, O-B That's mob talk, mob talk, mob talk, mob talk, yeah Check, check, mic one, two. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Mob Talk. I believe this is episode five now. Crazy. This is like a month. This is a month. We've been like, this is about to be a month into this. So we want to thank y'all all all so much for continuing to listen. We hope y'all had an amazing Thanksgiving. We got a great episode for you guys. We have a special guest in the building today, all the way from Andrews University. Basketball player, star player, man. Uh, we got Mylon Weathers in the building. Man, how y'all doing, man? My name Mylon Weathers. I'm part of the mob group chat, but I'm back at school, and I'll be uh, busy trying to get a college degree in criminal justice. I'm on a basketball team, uh, Andrews, and doing my thing out there. And uh, I finally got to be home for Thanksgiving break to come join the mob podcast for interview. I'll be doing more in the summer, but I'm happy to join in and do the talk today with the guys. Yes, sir. We're glad to have you. And um, we're going to get into our first topic. Will Detroit sports ever be good? That's our first topic of the night. So basically, you know, we got the Lions, we got the Pistons, um, we got what, the Tigers, Red Wings. Do we, are we counting uh, like college sports or no? no? No, just like the main Detroit. So, you know, we're, we're, we're in a like kind of a slump with all, um, I think the Red Wings are probably like the best out of, out of all of them. So, um, you know, we got the Lions. They're they're super down bad this year. Pistons only got, what, four or five wins on the season. And so, yeah, we're just down bad. And, we're you know, we're going to discuss if we ever think we'll be ever on the rise ever again. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to be down bad forever. You know, I stopped putting my faith in Detroit. I never did. I, I never did. Yeah, we're just going to be down bad forever. The last positive thing I remember from a Detroit sports team was back when Calvin Johnson played and they fumbled that um I don't really watch baseball but or hockey but yeah Detroit sports sucked from what I hear we just gonna be down bad forever yeah I hear uh Detroit Tigers baseball is doing pretty good this year though uh I think we got a nice rookie uh pitcher so I think they'll be good next year I think they will a rookie pitcher Mm, yeah, that's 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 promising with all the fucking draft picks we have had over the years. I feel like we're not going to go on the rise ever. The picks that we pick for either, I don't watch hockey, but basketball, terrible. Football, terrible. So how are you feeling about Cade Cunningham? He's been doing trash. I am not going to be, I'm going to be completely honest. He's been, and he hasn't showed up enough games to prove to us, Detroit, that he's going to bring us to the playoffs anytime soon. That team that we've built around him is terrible. That nigga sucked. I saw him play in person. He sucked. And fuck Isaiah Stewart. Hey, fuck LeBron. He he elbowed he elbowed Isaiah Stewart for no reason. No cap. I don't think Kate is that bad. You know, he he's had a few like I mean, I don't know if it's a few. He's I know he like just had a triple doubles. doubles. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a few like what do you expect him to do with the the Detroit Pistons team that he has he around missed, him? Like the first like six six seven games, yeah. you know? You got to like, give him time. If you're the first round pick, do something positive. Please. There's only so much that you can do though with the team that you're surrounded by though. True, he, that is and, he, and he's doing his best, you know. I is, think. That I is true. He did come off an injury, but as of right now, we have no hope ever 
and basketball or sports in general? No hope. Um, yeah, I would go with football too, over to football. The Lions, um, I made a foolish bet <laughs> um, on Twitter. Uh, I said that if the Lions, I tweeted it, I think like week five or something like that. And I said, if the Lions go winless this season, I'll eat a live worm. And it's it's looking like it's the, oh, worst, and one. <laughs> the, the worst decision I ever made. I reached out to people and they were like, a tie doesn't even count as a win. So I'm super down bad. The Lions are super down bad. I don't know when they'll be good again. Uh, who's, who's their quarterback in? Uh, Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. Jared Goff. He's just awful and uh, makes me miss Stafford. And it makes me even more happy for Stafford, honestly, that he's balling out. But the Lions are garbage. Detroit sports are garbage. Go Spurs, go. The thing, the thing with the Lions, they the fans, it's the fans that just keep showing up to the games. Like, we're selling out so many games, and it doesn't matter how bad they do. Like the fans will still keep going; they still buy the gear. It just it won't it won't force the the owners to do anything, because if they're going to keep selling tickets, keep selling the gear. I heard that like the Lions Detroit Detroit jerseys are like one of the most expensive ones for some reason. Like all the gear there are are super expensive, and like we just keep we keep selling all that shit, and they won't. They won't ever sell the team. The Fords need to sell the team so that we can get better. We need to do make some better moves with it. Bro, yeah, that's so true. Like, when I go to Detroit, especially to my barbershop where my dad cut, I know, like, uh, the coworkers and all the people that go and get a haircut, they say they're diehard Detroit Lions fans especially. And I'm like, why y'all got y'all faith selling them still? Uh, so much in them. And they just saying they're going to be a Lions fan and Detroit fan until they die. And I'm like, bro. I've been got out of there. I'm a Packers fan. Go Pack Go. And speaking of Matthew Stafford, yeah, he's a very talented guy, but we had just beat him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just beat him. Anyway, I had to throw that in there, but it proves he got out of the Detroit and is doing better. than I know he was always talented, but something about the Detroit Lions and Pistons, we just trash, you know. The best thing ever was Tayshaun Prince and them and, and the bad boys before that, but it's just, we just got some some problems because they don't ever like do draft picks like they were saying, uh, like Bryce was saying and stuff like that. We just, and I feel so bad for Megatron. I literally was thinking about that two days ago. It's crazy about how like great of a receiver he could have been if he was with a a, a better team. His talent was just almost wasted. I feel bad for guys like that who just talent be wasted from bad teams. No cap. So what's the solution? Solution no which which one? What will be the cure? for uh, the bad spell of Detroit teams. Detroit a couple years ago, honestly, we're not getting bad teams like we're going to go Pistons. The Pistons haven't had bad teams. Even like Blake Griffin, they had Drummond. They were making the playoffs. And just recently, I don't think we made the playoffs last year. But when Blake Griffin left, I mean, mean, Blake, you know, they forced Blake out of Detroit just because, you know, he couldn't have no help. But you got to think about the the managers. They've the GMs. They've been making some terrible decisions. First, mm-hmm. Darko. I was going to mention guy, that. Exactly. <laughs> I took that over Melo. Yeah. Darko was a terrible pick. Just think if you got Melo, that 2014 would have won so many rings with Melo. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and you got to think like Jeremy Grant is a great player. The Pistons don't have a bad team. They just don't know how to win games, if that makes any sense. And then, like, last year or a couple years ago, they had Chris Middleton. The Pistons have had good players. Like, I don't think people realize how many good players the Pistons have had. And they just keep dropping the ball. And um, I I don't know what it's going to take, but fuck Detroit sports. Those good players aren't enough. Like, usually they buy themselves. And in the environment and something that's going on by the team, they just don't excel to their full potential. Blake Griffin, for example, you brought up. Guy didn't have no dunks the whole season. (laughs) 
come to Brooklyn, he's banging out, catching lives again. Like, I don't know. It's just something about Detroit, man, that they don't want to play there and, and no surrounding help. You need help, bro. That's what I'm noticing with KD right now. Need help. <laughs> True. <laughs> and, you know, that. I mean, I think, I mean, just the main thing, you know, that would get us over this this curse or this hump is just, like, ownership and, you know, GM as far as, like, you know, draft picks and what goes around with, the, like, the team and stuff like that. I, that That's really what it, like, starts with. So, you know, the players are always going to go out there and, you know, play. But like Milan was saying, it's only so much you can do with the talent that you have around around you. And, like, it's not the coaching as much. Like, I, we've had some bad coaching, but, like, the Lions change the coaching every, like, year, every two years, every three years. It doesn't matter, but they, it's a new coach every year, and they never do shit. And, like, they never do anything with their with their draft picks. They just – I think it's ownership, really. Ownership of all the teams needs to change. I don't know. Mate. Let, let's give, like, a time timetable. How, how long do you guys think it would be, like, that we're, like, in this drought, like, this curse? Forever. Forever <laughs> until until stars like to join up on the Detroit Pistons team or Lions, like they need other stars to come here, uh, and then the ownership. But I just think it forever. I don't think people are gonna want to come here from what our owners be doing and from what our coaches ain't really putting a good resume out there. Um, so I think forever. Players that have their own agency, free agency, who the hell want to come to Detroit? Forever and ever. Nobody coming to Detroit. Hey, bro, uh, yeah, man, I can't wait to join up with you in Detroit and go to Michigan. No, forever. Hey, I believe in Cade Cunningham. I do. Please. He'll bring uh, he'll bring Detroit back. Please stop. Promise. Please stop. For, for like, hockey and baseball, I feel like going to be, like, four to five years. They still got to figure out a couple things, a couple players. They're looking good. But with the Pistons and the Lions, Lions never. Uh, Pistons probably ten years, but I feel like I'm gonna die before I see any of them. <laughs> before I see any of them win anything. Yeah, I, I I agree with Ethan. I think Cade's gonna bring us something good. What's in the next? So Cam, who do you who do you think is gonna be like the first like Detroit team to actually like bring us something? Because like the last time, what was it? The Pistons in the playoffs that got swept by the Lakers or the Cavs. That was like the last time. I, I definitely don't think it's going to be anything. I think it's going to be the Tigers, if anything. Tiger Tigers are going to do it for sure. If anything, I mean, they in, what, 2012, they went to the World Series. They got swept, but I think it's 2011 or 2012. But they got swept, but I think they could really do it. I think Tigers are probably the most valuable, and they'll probably do make the most, make the most out of what they got. Yeah. I don't think the Lions will, in no. our lifetime, I don't think they'll ever go anywhere. But I think the Pistons probably could within the next three, four years, yeah. five years. I think, like... In the in the order, it, like from least to like up, I think the Lions are at the bottom. Next, Last. the Pistons, and then like I don't really know much about like hockey or baseball, but yeah, like those can be like interchangeable, I guess. Detroit sports are down bad. If you got a good sports team, cherish those moments for sure. So on to our next topic, we're just gonna talk about mental health, men's mental health. And I don't know if any of you guys know, but this month actually was like our month of like mental health awareness and i like well how did i figure that out tiktok i think or something like that November or twitter is? November yeah is mental health awareness. yeah and it was mental health yeah we got what like three more days left <laughs> <laughs> so good good thing to talk about it now so yeah we're just going to talk about the importance of it um, do we feel like people like shed a light on on it or need to shed a light more on it so yeah let's get into it all right so i just feel like men's mental health is really important just because, like, you know, we're taught to be, like, manly, 
and just you know hey act like a man like you wear the pants in the house and you know stuff like that i've just been it's just something that's overlooked i feel like we're all allowed especially as a man a man to have feelings and to be able to express those sometimes we feel like we have nowhere to go and just you know as a young person especially growing up in this generation i feel like that wasn't there wasn't enough attention brought to that you know i feel like that's why so many people now i mean the suicide rates are up in males because of you know they feel like they have nobody to talk to um like i don't i guess i guess you're a pussy if you talk about your feelings and it's just like you're 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 supposed to be like the breadwinner you're supposed to be the one that supports the woman and bring them up nobody really like brings the male i'm not saying that's for everyone but it's just it's just not it's it's like frowned upon men's mental health so i feel like it's something that we could be better at i would agree with that i'm i'm an emotional person and I, I I don't hide feelings and stuff like that because I think that's what a true man is and that who do not have to hide the feelings and not go along with society and stuff like that um, because it's all about, I mean, these roles that they have, like Stacey was talking about. Who wants, to, I mean, I don't like these roles that they like to pinpoint on certain genders, pinpoint on certain people. Um, I think we should all be treated as human beings. We all have feelings. We all have emotions. We're not robots and stuff like that. But one thing I disagree with in a sense is that I feel like mental health in men's has been getting more light than ever in the past like i've been seeing a lot of pro uh athletes coming out talking about their depression and stuff like that so i think you're right when the race of suicide going up because of the certain ways that they portray for so long but i think people are coming out and i think we're starting to get more and more awareness like uh around the world that these men are fighting depression and anxiety and in their own spiritual battles facts every single day and i'm so happy for pro athletes and pro famous people uh to be coming out because it seems like they typically get more shine you know what i'm saying since right. they're famous people even though we're all people and stuff like that but yeah i, th- I think it's coming out more i, I like it though because you know we're men and we have feelings and stuff like that that we need to let out we, we don't need to hold that crap in yeah. just to pour uh, a role to play and stuff like that yeah of course i mean i think it's yeah it's very important and I just want to, like, ask a question, like, to you, Mylon, because I know you were saying, like, you're open and talking, like, about your feelings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Was it, were you always like that? Yeah. Um, was it, like, you know, like, people, like, told you you can't be that way? Or did you, like, just grow up in that way? Like, your parents were, like, encouraging you to, like, do that stuff? Are you saying am I always open my feelings or am I? Yeah, like, were you, like, <clears throat> like since a child, like, were you always, like, taught to, like, practice, op- like, being open and stuff like that? Um. I think so as a family, but as I go into school and stuff like that, you have these certain roles that and mindsets almost that changes when you go in, in school. Like you're supposed to be this person, this person, whether you're a, a good basketball athlete, you're not supposed to really be emotional or whatever the case may be and fall into certain um, characteristics that other people might be in mm-hmm. um, who aren't athletes and such such but yeah i was i was i was taught that and stuff like that i also was taught to be like you know the man in the house which we should and stuff like that but um i think as i went into different environments it the rules are sort of kind of changed right and it kind of it maybe played a part in my early childhood life with holding stuff in like in middle school yeah. and stuff like that as i got older i realized like bro i don't want to you know follow any of those uh society right um you know morals yeah. and stuff like that and just be my own person and encourage others yeah. to you know come out and stuff like that too facts yeah and i mean that's <laughs> like why i was like asking you because i know i know i'm sure it goes around like 
in all like households but i know like it's you know predominantly in like black households where it's mm-hmm. like you know people talk about like don't be like yeah. don't talk about your feelings you know you got to be a man man up and stuff like that and so like you know typically it's like african americans that like don't talk about their feelings and like hold that stuff in and don't think it's like cool to like talk about that type of stuff so yeah because growing up in detroit literally you got to like play hard and all of this stuff and then also like with so many like stigmas that go against the african african american community you already got a lot going on you really can't like you know fall into like being soft or you know how they label it and stuff like that because you got to be strong for how much we deal with and stuff like that but i think also being strong in my eyes is you know coming out and speaking about things instead of just holding it in and acting hard and stuff like that wow that's actually a great point like especially growing up in a black household you are taught to be a certain not even taught just being around like family and just you know growing up in detroit you are taught to be because it's you know it's not the you know the greatest place to live at so like you know you're coming in living in poverty so yeah that is like a great point because just growing up i was taught to you know you know man a boy stop crying i mean you get a whooping like what you crying for like like right i was <laughs> what do I you was mean always like, told not to cry always yeah told not but to it's cry. like oh. as honestly as i'm getting older though i have i like Milan said i have also become like a very very emotional person like i am one with my feelings i i tell people you know it's okay to cry like honestly i cry on the norm like it's just something that you need to release because like if you keep those feelings in and i'm not i'm not one to hold my feelings in you know maybe in my past relationships i you know you might feel like you have to because you know maybe it'll cause problems but i'm one that you know confronts the problem right there i like to you know, get things off my chest or else I'll just, you know, drown in my feelings. And you definitely don't want to be doing that because at the end of the day, Facts. you know, all you really got is yourself. You can, you know, I, you can be around your friends, you know, all day. You can be around your family all day, all night. But at the end of the day, you still have to go home and, you know, deal with your yourself. And all you really have is yourself. It's a very sensitive topic for me because... The past year, year and a half, I've been dealing with mental health. All these guys around me know about it. Um, posted on Twitter, Instagram, and mentally, at a young age, uh, it's been it was rough for me because to this day, I'm still a quiet kid. Growing up, I've never shared my feelings to anybody. I was just a kid, just that sat down, did what I was supposed to do, and. Growing up in my household, my me and my family, we never like really talked about mental health or talk about our feelings. So yeah, growing up, it it was rough because I didn't know how to speak to people about my feelings and how to get my emotions out as a person. So day to day basis, it affected me by just my characteristics and how I act a certain way because I still to this day still quiet or don't I have mood swings here and there and it's it's tough I feel like society now is shining a light I see it everywhere on Twitter uh, social media I see people talking about men's mental health but in the past there was no light society made it made it clear that men's mental health did not did not matter at all with the suicide rates going going up but I'm just happy that it's it's getting more light and we just need to, you know, open up to each other because we don't know what what your family, friends or the people around you is going through mentally. 
because they can be fighting demons by themselves and it's just reach out and talk to them uh you say you were a quiet person uh early in your childhood i know you came a long way even though you still you say that you still are quiet what were some of the ways that helped you that can help some of our um listeners uh you know reach out be more open to f- whoever friends family like who helped you what helped you it was anything the people that helped me the most was the people around me because i know what stacy said as soon as you go home you're by yourself mm-hmm. you're the only person you, you look looking yourself in the mirror just you and without you guys around me because you guys know what i've been through the roughest thing i've ever been through and mm-hmm. it's being around you guys that make me happy and realize what's more to life mm. than it's just me that's why i'm still here to be honest because i love you guys love you too man <laughs> shout out j cole <laughs> uh <laughs> j cole say love yours don't he yeah. you had to you had to love the people that was around you hey so cam's got some facts for us right here um just one of the biggest one i want to highlight on was uh in 2019, men died by suicide 3.63 times as often as women. And why do you think that, everyone? I kind of know the answer, but why do you think that death has resulted more in men than in women? I think that it really it really just starts with the parents. I think pressure from parents on, on like men, on boys, it's just so much more than on women. Like, I feel like they they really they really put the pressure on them to be the man of the house. Like, you guys said it all, really. They put that pressure on them, and they're not able to really talk about it. Like, I was always told if I, like, was sad or mad, like, I was told not to cry, you know, be a man, this and that. Like, I'm glad I was able to overcome that, but so many people just can't overcome that, 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 that stigma from their parents. Well, I got the answer for you. So the reason why men result in death higher uh, than women for suicide rates is because men are often using firearms as their way of suicide versus women who will use like pills or other things like that. But yeah, it's it's really due to the the way. So yeah, that's the fact of the day right there for you. For sure, it's 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 a more comfortable place and a more safer place to to be open with your feelings whether you're, you know, a male, female, you know, whatever. Uh mental health is for sure taken um very serious nowadays so that's just a that's just a blessing in my eyes just reach out to the people that you love just check on them just make sure they're okay just make sure you be there for them in those tough times that you don't know about yes agree kindness is free you never know what people are going through all it takes is one thing to make someone's day i just ask everyone to just be a kind person i just want to say uh that when i was down bad and going through my mental health and uh issues and stuff like that the two things that helped me was literally the family and friends that were surrounding me (coughs) and god literally and like they were saying like you go back i know what they're saying like when you go back to your room or whatever you feel like you're just by yourself but literally god was there with me and it took me I have a it took me a long time to like get out of that and that was basically on me because I I focused on literally like the problem and the issues and everything else around the world instead of truly trusting in God and putting all my faith and hope in him and still you know realizing my blessings and, and the stuff that I need to appreciate that a lot of people don't have but just to give advice for you guys literally like my friends and uh, my family members was that there for me and and God like literally God can help you through it I'm telling you, I'm a living living witness. With that, on to our hot topic of the night and our hot topic. Basically, you know, we're all getting older. I mean, we're all still young now. 
I don't know what, I mean, I'm sure everyone has a, their own opinion of what old is. We're all going to get old someday. And, you know, the hot topic of the night is, does getting old scare you? Fuck yeah, man. It really does. I, you know, I work at the hospital and stuff and I see all these old people, you know, and they just reminisce all about like the past. And it's just like, I got to be young forever, man. And you just got to live it up. You got to live it up as much as you can right now because, you know, they just reflect on the past and they're just stuck in bed all day. And I just feel so bad for them. And I always ask them the same question. I always ask my patients the same question. I always ask them, what is your favorite vacation? Because I'm just curious. And they always tell me about like where they've been and, you know, all their favorite memories. And it just, you know, it helps them smile. and makes me smile, too. It gives me some vacation ideas. So. So wait, quick question for you, Ethan. So, you know, you talk about like your patients and stuff like that. Is that like one of the main reasons you say like they reminisce and stuff? Is that one of the main reasons you do like your pictures and stuff like that? Oh, uh, like you know, your vintage pictures. Yeah, I do. I do love holding, you know, taking pictures of all my friends and videos of all my friends because I feel like those moments are really important because those can last forever. And it'll always be something that we can look back on. Facts. Yeah, they're very important to me. Those are very, very, cool. very important. Those are dope. Shout out Russ. Russ say, memories are just a time to recognize the moment. Bro, getting uh, in this topic of getting older, we literally, we so unappreciative as people, whether it's like the air we breathe or how we walk in. Like, well, basically me and Stacy talk about all the time, like when we sick, we got a stuffy nose, small things like that. We, we like, man, it felt so good when we can breathe and stuff like that. So basically what I want to say to this topic is to appreciate as much as you can. I know it's hard for human beings because we just so caught up in everything else in the world and we just non-appreciative human beings. But, bro, just appreciate it. I, to, and to this topic, um, am I scared of getting older? Yes, but no. Like, I want to keep living, you know. There's, you know, we're going to keep on, like, if you're scared of getting older, you basically, I don't know, y'all want to die soon or what? Like, it's a blessing. A lot of people are dying. It's a blessing. Like, keep living and getting older so you can prosper in your own life and help others around you. So, but appreciate, 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 appreciate all that you can. Man, I would have to say getting old, does it scare me? I don't think it necessarily scares me. It's just, like, I would say it kind of, like, sucks. Because, like, ultimately, getting old means that, like, one day, like, if you really, really, really think about it, we all have to die someday, and that day will come. It's going to come. So that, I would say that's the most scariest part of getting older. But um, obviously, you could die at any moment. But I'm just saying, like, you know, if you were to live for a long time, you would die. But um, <laughs> I would say getting old doesn't really scare me. But it's just, it, it, it sucks. It does suck getting older. Because I just remember, you know, all obviously we talk about memories, but man, memories are freaking crazy. And, you know, what really sucks is I'm glad that we are in a time of social media. You know, I, we talked about on the previous podcast that social media was bad. But, you know, a really good thing about social media is that we can literally like everything on there. Like our parents didn't really have like social media like that. So if you got to think like pictures that we took in seventh, sixth, fifth, fourth grade, is on Facebook still. That's a memory. We can just save that image. Back then, they had to do, you know, camcorders. Who knows if they still have that footage? I'm saying, like, you know, some people might have, like, you know, old pictures where you had to go to CVS and do that. They might have had cameras. But, like, now we can just, you know, take a picture. We got Snapchat memories that let us see, you know, what we were doing five years ago. And then, you know, we, we're not going through our pictures all the time, but, like, you know, maybe tomorrow you'll be like, damn, man, this was five years ago. I guess that's the scariest part about it is that time is just fucking going by so fast. 
you know, the craziest thing about us getting older is that, like, honestly, a lot of these people in the room, like me and, you know, me, Sean, Mylon, and Bryce were on a basketball team together. And after that, like, we didn't really, that was like seventh grade, sixth grade. And then after that, we didn't really, you know, talk. But, you know, luckily we were able to be brought back together. But um, it's just crazy because time's just going by so fast. My little brother, he he's about to be 10. My brother just had a baby. I'm a freaking, I'm an uncle. Like, that's the craziest shit ever. And one day I'll have my own kids. But, like, who knew? Like, who who knew? this? Everything's just happening so fast. So, yeah, we just got to appreciate and cherish the moments around us because, like, you know, the littlest moments are the most important moments. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think I'm so scared of getting old, but I'm just afraid of having, have, of having to... I'm afraid of having to... <laughs> What is wrong with you guys? What happened? What happened? <laughs> like, I can't concentrate when you guys. The mic. What? We were sucking the mic, but it wasn't that funny at first. But you was like, you looked at him so crazy. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm so afraid of getting old, but I'm afraid of, of just having. Like, we're, we're already getting into the age where we have a lot of responsibilities, but. We're not midlife where we have so many responsibilities. Like, I want to be able to have a family. I want to be able to grow up with my family, have kids and everything, have a home. But I don't want to I, – I liked the the feeling of just being young and not having any responsibilities, not Perhaps. having to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, getting old, you have so many responsibilities, so many different duties that you need to do. And you need to work almost every day. And it's just it's just tough. It really is. And that's that's what – I really don't want, and I, I want, I don't want to get old. I want to be able to move the same. I want to be able to play sports as I could do whatever I can and like be able to move and just getting old just comes with all these different, different problems that we don't need. And I enjoy being young. Facts. Um, getting old for sure scares me. Um, you know, I was talking to, uh, talking about this topic. Actually, that's why I brought it to the table, um, with one of my co-workers and you know the main thing I mean you said it Cam but like the main thing I'm like scared of is just not being able to do stuff by myself you know if I can't you know drive like myself it's just like so weird to think about if I can't drive if I have to be in a wheelchair if I can't walk you know those things those type of things just like scare me and like it's just it just sucks to think about because you know we're so young now and like Milo was saying, you know, just appreciate these type of things while we, you know, while we're still able to do them. And just like thinking about that in the future is just super scary to think about. And it just like, it just sucks. So getting old scares me because uh, I just, I want my limbs functioning at all times. <laughs> Facts. I want the same thing because I try not to think about the future, but at the same time, I think about. I will have to stop playing basketball, something I truly love. And that's something I would hate to do is give up basketball because my body is not functioning the same as I was. As, yeah. It's Spit not it out. <laughs> trying to uh, functioning as when I was little. And that scares the living shit out of me. And to think that all of us was just in fucking high school, 2016. Now look at us. All got fucking jobs, living this adult life. And it's... I'm homeless. And we just can continue to get older and it's just rough. Yeah, I don't know if y'all know this, but um Bryce is literally a twenty four year old living in a sixty five year old body. <laughs> Bryce is old. That is facts because every time I play basketball, my body is gone. All right, I got two things to say. 
So number one, it's crazy how time is like reversed. So like when you're a baby, like people got to take care of you and like wipe your poop and like you pee your pants and stuff like that. And like people got to wipe you and stuff. And like when you get old, it's kind of the same thing. Like people got to wipe you and you're pooping your pants and stuff. And it's just so weird to me that it's like reversed and like beginning and end of life is kind of like very similar. Yeah. And the second thing I got to say is what do you think is the most valuable asset in life? Let's see if you guys know this. I have my own answer, but what do you think is the most valuable asset? say, there's asset no right answer. Time. It's time. The answer is time. Because even the richest man in the world could not buy time back. Warren Buffett, he has a billion dollars. But my dude's about to die. Yeah, he can't buy time. This guy can't buy time back. So, you know, make every moment last. Cherish your memories. Cherish your friends. Cherish everything around you. Everything. Cherish your parents. Everything. Your grandma, your dog, the sunlight, the clouds, the night, the day, everything. Because it could be worse. It could be better. But, you know, we're still living. Love you, Mom. Love you, Mom. Love everybody. Show love. Show love. Spread love. Yes, sir. Stop the hate. Yes, sir. Stop the hate. And that has been episode number five. We want to thank y'all all all for listening to this episode. Um, This is a really really fun one. Uh, We didn't have Alex today, but we have my guy Mylon in the building. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope you. No problem. <laughs> well, he's gonna be on more episodes in the future, so we just want to thank him for coming out and showing some support. Go ahead, Ethan. If you guys would like to be a special guest on our podcast next week, we'll be hosting a raffle. If you guys wanna, you guys wanna drop in. Yes, sir. Um, so we hope you all had an amazing time listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace and love. Mob out. OP, that's mob talk, mob talk, mob talk, mob talk, yeah.